HabitShare is an app that I use every day. If you're not using HabitShare, go ahead and install it, iOS or Android. It's free. It's one of my go-to favorite apps that I use to create and track habits each day that you just read on your phone on HabitShare that basically say your self-talk statements. And what that's going to do is that's going to train the positive voice inside your head, the neutral voice inside your head, and you're going to be feeding the positive and the neutral and starving the negative, which is what we want to try to do. Full disclosure, HabitShare is not a financial supporter of this podcast, but it's a great app that I use daily, and I just want to share it with you. Now on to today's episode. Beware of the affluenza virus. This episode celebrates the wisdom from Sonia Lubomirsky and her book, The Myths of Happiness. This is the Resilience Podcast 310. I'm Cecil Ledesma recording live from Austin, Texas. Sun is out. It is so beautiful here. It's Wednesday, April 20th. The professor who studies happiness asks a great question. Why are materialistic tendencies important to identify? There's been a mountain of research that has shown materialism depletes happiness, threatens satisfaction with our relationships, harms the environment, renders all of us less friendly, likable, empathetic, makes us less likely to help others and contribute to our communities. Now, not everyone who is prosperous is focused on fame, power, and riches. Not everyone catches the so-called affluenza virus. But it's a risk that threatens our happiness as we sit surrounded by conveniences and luxuries. Listen, philosophers, Religious figures, humanistic psychologists have long contended the pursuit of money and reputation redirects our energies and passions away from deeper and more meaningful social connections and growth experiences and prevent us from achieving our full potential. As we spend more time and more of our time making money. The opportunity costs of reading poetry, for instance, playing catch with our child, or taking a walk with a friend becomes so high that it becomes irrational to do such things. All the more reason to learn what research has to say about how to avoid the excesses of consumption and materialism and spend money in ways that make us happy. First, let me say this. Money definitely helps increase happiness when we're talking about meeting basic needs. Then, although having more money boosts our satisfaction with life, it has little, if any, impact on the daily positive and negative emotions and the uplifts and hassles we experience. In other words, If you ask people how they're feeling in general about life, 
more money leads to higher reported levels of happiness in general. But if you get specific with how they feel today or at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., or 6 p.m. yesterday, money isn't going to predict all that much. Sonia gives us four principles that psychological science suggests we live by if we want to optimally enjoy our money. Here's a super quick look. One, don't spend money on just stuff. You'll hedonically adapt to that. Rather, spend money on experiences and on developing ourselves as people, on growing and on investing in interpersonal connections. Number two, spend money on others, not yourself. It's fascinating research here. If you give people $20 and have them spend it on themselves, they'll be less happy than if they spent it on others. Number three, spend money to give you time. Time affluence is a much better predictor of happiness than pure affluence. So use your money to buy time for yourself, to do meaningful stuff. And number four, spend money now, but wait to enjoy it. There's a ton of happiness in the anticipation of something. So for example, book a trip for six months from now, then you can look forward to it the whole time. And then book more mini trips rather than one huge one. One of the surest ways to focus on the future without dwelling on a seemingly idyllic past is by working towards significant life goals. Listen, there is no happiness without action. There is no happiness without goal pursuit. However, as I mentioned earlier, it is important to choose our goals wisely and to develop the ability to redirect our goals in ways that can bring us even greater happiness. The goals we select, if you recall, must be intrinsically rather than extrinsically motivated, prompted by our own sense of meaning and enjoyment, as opposed to that of our parents or culture. They must be harmonious rather than conflicting with one another they must satisfy innate human needs, such as the need to be an expert at something, to connect with others, and to contribute to our communities rather than simply desiring to be rich, powerful, beautiful, or famous. They must be aligned with our own authentic values. They must be reachable and flexible and ideally they should focus on attaining something rather than evading or running away from something. The pursuit of all of these types of goals has been found to be associated with greater happiness, fulfillment, and perseverance. And this, above all else, is what I want for you. So make today your masterpiece. And that's it for the Resilience Podcast. See you real soon. Hey, I'll see you next time, and thank you so much for tuning in. That about wraps it up. But before you jump off, two quick things, actually uh, three. One, 
I've always wanted to author the conversation on resilience and mental health because as a very proud Navy father, these topics affect me personally. And as you go about your day, be sensitive and be kind always for everyone you meet is fighting a battle you probably know nothing about. Your life is a gift and it's precious to me. And thank you so much for being a part of this community. And I'm not quite sure how you landed on this podcast. It doesn't matter to me. The fact that we're all in this together and that we can have a conversation is amazing. I feel very honored to be in your ears right now and that you spend a portion of your morning, noon, or night with me. And whether this is the first podcast you've listened to or you've been a loyal listener, I just want to say thank you. And last, please, I would be honored if you checked out my website at CecilLedesma.com. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. You can follow me on Twitter at Cecil Ledesma. Peace.